JD Talking Sports, Wednesday, January 18th, 2017. We had a little technical difficulties. All right. Barack Obama has been very busy in his last couple days in office. 45 hours and counting. All right, thank you. He was pardoned by President Obama on tax evasion charges from 1995 on income from memorabilia shows. Now, he pled guilty at the time with Duke Snyder, who passed away in 2011. McCovey received two years probation and $5,000 fine. The Hall of Famer turned 79 on January 10th this year. Hey, you know what? A lot of guys were doing it. I remember I read a book about Joe DiMaggio, 89, the earthquake. He was walking out with garbage bags, and everybody's like, oh, look at Joe D. He's, you know, he's carrying his bags out, blah, blah, blah. He had $600,000 in cash. All the money he made back then, that was when the memorabilia stuff was going crazy. He put companies out of business because they paid him so much money up front, and he had to get paid cash. He had stuff in the house, but I remember that. He had garbage bags, and they were filled with cash. They had, they had a helicopter, helicopter flying, and it was like, hey, look at Joe D taking stuff out of his house. That was cash, folks. Lots of cash. And how about this? The Rangers are going to bring Josh Hamilton, former star with them, 2010 AL MVP with them, to the Rangers on a minor league deal. He just finished a five-year, $125 million deal. Last played in 2015, 50 games, eight home runs, 25 RBIs. I still remember him in that in that home run hitting contest. Let me tell you, that boy could hit it. He could hit it a mile. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think MMA fighters should be boxers? Because Nate Diaz, listen, him and his brother, they could run they run triathlons, they run marathons, they have, you know, can can work out for miles, for, for run for miles, work out for hours, whatever you want to say. But let me ask you a question. Do you think he could be a pro boxer? Now he just paid fifty thousand to the to the Nevada Athletic State Athletic Commission for that press conference melee against Conor McGregor, UFC 202, which was ridiculous. They're fighters. What are they doing? This is a guy who's 1911 in the UFC. He's fought 23 times since 2007, still under contract with the UFC. He's done some sparring sessions with the light heavyweight champ, Andre Ward. I don't, you know what? I don't know on that front. You know, like Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather is just going to run from him the whole time. I mean, would, and people are going to pay to see it. They are. They are. Conor McGregor is at the top of his sport, but it's different. You know, he's gonna, it's, he can't kick, he can't, you know, can't grapple, he can't do any of that stuff. He's going to have to fight. It's just, and it's a different, it's a different thing. Like, I don't think Mayweather would do well in MMA, and I don't think an MMA fighter would do well in boxing. I just don't think it's possible. And I talked about Oregon yesterday, where three of their players were in the hospital since late last week from military state, military type workouts. Now, the strength and conditioning coach, Irde Oderinde, was suspended a month without pay for these three athletes being in the hospital. Now, the USF coach, Mr. Taggart, who came over from USF, who was replaced by the Texas coach, whose name is escaping me right now. But one 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 of Taggart's players... Junior wide receiver Darren Carrington II said the three teammates weren't physically fit enough to withstand the coach's demands. Now, it's interesting because Northern Michigan offensive lineman Anthony Herbert died Tuesday. He was 20 years old in a dorm room following a workout with teammates. And you can't blame it on the heat thing. I mean, it's not warm out, but it's kind of scary. You know, these guys dropping. I mean, this kid dies. These three players couldn't handle the workout. And one of the players is saying they couldn't... uh, stand up to the demands of the workout, I get kind of like, you know, makes you think, you know, some of these guys might not be in the best shape. Now, now, what do you think about this? Now, 
I know a lot of guys skipped the bowl games. We had Fournette. We had McCaffrey with Stanford. What it, Deshaun Watson, Corey Davis, Worcester, Michigan, went to the Cotton Bowl with Wisconsin. And now the top wide receiver, also from Clemson, wide receiver Mike Williams, all skipping the Senior Bowl, which is, you know, maybe they all feel they have enough tape, which they do. They're going to focus on the combine. It's their right. They got guys talking in their ear. God forbid something happens. I think a guy got hurt last year. These guys want to get paid. They get hurt in the in the Senior Bowl. I don't think their draft prospects are going to change that much. They're all first-round draft picks. They all first-round grades. You know, maybe I'm making something out of nothing. Who knows? Well, Under Armour, Leonard Fournette, who I was just speaking about, he just signed a deal, a, a multiple-year deal with Under Armour, which is they're saying is one of the most valuable contracts ever for an NFL rookie. Terms not disclosed, he is going to be a beast. I had I saw one of the draft prognosticators picking the Jets to get him. Oh, but the thing is, does it matter? If he doesn't have a line, it doesn't mean doesn't mean Jack. Look what happened with Todd Gurley with the Rams. You don't have a line, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. That's all I got to say on that front. We shall see. We shall see. And Washington quarterback Jake Browning when had surgery in his throwing shoulder, he's expected to be out six weeks. That's not going to make a difference. They're going to be good next year, Washington. Huskies got to be foaming at the mouth after after the season they just had. Now, tennis. Serena and Venus at the Australian Open, they withdrew from doubles because of Venus had a right elbow injury. And think about this. U.S. men, the last Grand Slam winner for the U.S. men, 2003, Andy Roddick, U.S. Open, 2003. That's it. It's, so we're going on 14 years, 13, you know, 13 years and counting. And the women, if your name isn't Williams, it's been 12 years since a woman even made the finals, a Grand Slam final. Lindsay Davenport was a runner-up at Wimbledon to who else but Venus in 2005. Now you have eighth-ranked Madison Keys, who's gone to quarters. She never made up finals. She's coached by Lindsay Davenport. Now, something looking up for the men and women of the U.S. is that 14 men at Australia, most of any nation for U.S., we were tops there. And also women, we were tops. 18 U.S. women were at Australia. Now, the youngest player in the top 200, Kayla Day, I love that name, was beat in the first round. She's only 17 years old. Now, Wednesday, that's today, folks, two of the top three men fell. John Isner, number 19, who was that serve, but never, ever. He's always like a two or three round, maybe maybe four rounds at a, at a Grand Slam. He lost to Mishat Zverev. Yeah, that's a hard one to say. Say that three times fast. He lost in five sets. He actually had two match points in the fourth set. He lost 9-7 in the fifth. And Steve Johnson, who went to the fourth round at Wimbledon, he had a nice little run. Well, he lost. He was number 30 at Australia. He lost to number four, Stan Varenka, in straight sets. Stan Varenka, earlier this tournament, a guy was conceding a point, and he nailed him in the nuts, and he said that, well, he thought the guy might be faking it. And the guy was like, you know, he thought it was intentional. I, I don't, you know... I don't know what you'd be faking. If you're coming in, you're giving up the point, your hand's down. I don't know what, and he, I mean, he could have just hit it toward him, but right in the nuts. That has to hurt. That ball hurts. It, it's not forgiving. And then you have Jack Sock. He was the second rate, second ranked U.S. man in Australia. He's number 23. Well, he won his second round match. He, he, he's, he's going to face in the third round, Joe Wilfried Sanga, who has done, you know, he's never won a major, but he's gone to a couple finals. We shall see. Jack Sock, they said he, I mean, he hits the ball hard. I watched him play at U.S. Open. Guy can play. 
and this is this this bodes well for us in the future 20 americans reached the second round in australia most of any major since 2002 us open that's a long time folks that is a that's that is a very very long time all right we got some trivia questions all right okay the last podcast trivia question was what new york giant has thrown the most passing yards in team history. Most passing yards by New York Giant quarterback in team history. Phil Sims, 5-13 versus the Bengals on October 13, 1985. And today's question, same question, but for the Jets. What is What Jet has thrown for the most yards ever in a game? Most yards ever thrown by a Jets quarterback in franchise history. Most passing yards ever by a quarterback in Jets franchise history. All right, folks. Knicks playing tonight, trying to break a four-game losing streak at Boston. Carmelo, could he go on fire today? Will Porzingis play? He's missed a couple games in a row. Will Will Joakim Noah, will he be out of the lineup? Also, KD versus Westbrook at Golden State. Last game didn't go well, 10-30 tonight. Also, Hall of Fame, who's going in? They say Tim Raines, Jeff Bagwell, Vladimir Guerrero. They're saying those three guys could be in. We shall see. All right, folks. Have a good night. I will talk to you soon. Peace out.